Welcome back to my channel, Vivid Talks. Today I'm bringing on a very special guest, Eddie from White Specs Photography. He's a very dear friend of mine and we've known each other for around five years now. He's a Canadian photographer with around 10 years of photography experience and actually specializes in cosplay photography. That's how we knew each other, of course. He's actually one of the top 10 cosplay photographers in the world and has worked with so many amazing cosplayers globally and has traveled to so many different countries such as like Canada, US, Korea, Singapore, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and so much more. I'm really excited to bring him on so he can share some of his knowledge and experience with all of you. Hello and welcome to Eddie White Specs Photography to our interview today. So Eddie, can you give us a little introduction about who you are and what you do? I'm a photographer based out of Toronto. I do a lot of cosplay photos, but I mostly specialize doing photography that falls around people. It includes things like weddings, headshots, fashion. I guess I'm a lot more known for doing cosplay photography. That's pretty cool. So how long have you been a photographer for? Professionally, I've been doing weddings and stuff since 2011, 2012. Eight years? It's been about (laughs) nine years. So what got you started to becoming a photographer then? That's a good question. It's one of those things that you never really think about until someone asked. A friend of mine saw some of my photos, I think back in high school days. She was like, man, these are so ugly. (laughs) So ugly. <laughs> that kind of motivated me to be like, yeah, I'm going to get better at this. I started doing a second shooting for a friend of mine that was doing weddings. I think that was back in like 09, 2010 or something. Even before I started doing it sort of professionally, I guess you want to call it. It, it kind of all built up from there. I guess someone put you down. You're like, I, I got to do this. I got to show them I can do it. <laughs> show them up. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was like even before I started university. That kind of shows how old I am too. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. You're not old. You're experienced. <laughs> that's, that's what we tell ourselves. <laughs> what keeps you motivated to keep doing photography then for so many years? There's always something to learn. There's always new people that I meet through this profession and hobby. There's always something interesting in our fields. I think that's what keeps me motivated, keep on going, seeing other people that keeps on doing something new. It's, it's kind of interesting too. You're based in Canada. So what kind of places have you traveled to for your photography? I've traveled to most parts of Asia. So I've been to Korea, Malaysia, Singapore, Hong Kong, Japan, Taiwan been to India once too. been around a lot of different parts of Asia. What would you say your schedule is usually like? It seems like you travel a lot. Do you like go to different parts of the world for a certain parts of the years? How long do you stay there for? Between November to the following years, February, because that's usually when a lot of downtime we have in Canada is. Korea, Singapore, Malaysia, Hong Kong, the main four places I usually travel to. And then sometimes I add a few more stops along the way. What would you say some of the cool like models you've worked with in these different countries would be? In Korea, I've worked with someone named uh, Aza. Hong Kong, I've worked with a bunch of local cosplayers there too, like Luffy, Olivia, in Malaysia, Rika, Angie, Dova, Singapore, Rith, Kyo, a bunch of people from different parts. It's kind of hard to list them all in one <laughs> go. Always meet someone new there too. It's like almost like a networking event. You know 
a set of two or three people when you go, but then that sort of expands each year and then it builds up. And I've been doing this Asia trips for five years now. So the network has been sort of expanding over the years. So that's been exciting. Is there like another country you want to add to your travel circuit for photography or would you want to maybe like spend more time in one of the countries? Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to try out the different Southeast Asia countries. I haven't had a chance to stop by yet, like Philippines or Indonesia. I think those are the two that I haven't been to that I kind of want to check out. Can you maybe walk us through like your workflow of how you do your photography, how you set up your photo shoot with a, a model and then to like the editing process? The beginning part, it, it depends on if it was someone that reached out to me that needed photos or versus someone that I reached out to to do some photos. So that beginning part is a little different depending on what it is. If it was someone that reached out to me, then I have to see what kind of scheduling I have first and then see where it is and what they're looking for. If it's someone I reached out to, either I reach out through their Facebook page or their like social media and to see like hey you know i see that you do some great work in whatever country you're in would you like to work together sometime like, hey i'm in so-and-so country between so-and-so dates you think you have some time to do a shoot together that usually happens around august or september when i start reaching out to people by that time i would know which countries i'll be traveling to from there we set up some time to plan out what it is that we're going to shoot we shoot at that specific time what do you bring with you as like your travel kit when you're taking photography like in different countries my travel kit's been pretty consistent it's it's mostly three or four lenses that i use most of the time i take one of my two camera bodies with me usually around two or three speed lights because most of those things fit exactly into one of the travel size backpacks I have. When you travel so much for photography, you have to also bear in mind what flight limitations for baggage is. I don't really trust just throwing it into like a Pelican case and, right, and put it into check-in <laughs> luggage. Right. So I'm, I'm sort of limited to my travel gear to fit all into one overhead bin. So those are usually my travel kit. Once I get back, the usual Lightroom and Photoshop is usually the tools of the trade that I go to for post-processing. That's pretty much my kind of workflow. So since you travel so much, have you ever had any experiences where something happened to your gear or mishaps or anything like that? (laughs) Knock on wood. I haven't had any major failures the most i had like a speed light that failed and i just had to go buy a new one the worst time i had was when i was in korea where the hot shoot failed so i had to go bring it into a local canon dealer they were pretty quick about it. i think it was like a day or half a day what would you say your most memorable photo shoot would be there's two that comes to mind when i think of most memorable shoots they both happen around the same time each year. One was December of 2019, and that was also December of 2018. So they were both actually happened in Malaysia. I also managed cosplay booth at this event called Comic Fiesta. We also do this big group photo shoot with some local cosplayers and, and a friend of mine from Korea. We grouped together to do a photo shoot to create a specific photo to be sold at Comic Fiesta. 
we go photo shoot this Dark Guardian group. That photo shoot was quite close to my heart. Most of the people in there, they had a month to kind of put costume together. Actually, this year was quite special. The studio that we shot in, they actually specifically created a theme for us, like a set for us. Everyone were making costume up to like the last minute. After we shot it, like the Friday before the events, we were editing the photo and also getting it to the printing press in time just so that we could get it for the event the next day. I was really grateful for everyone that took the time out of their busy schedule because that event is very busy events for most locals. The cosplayers themselves are also getting their merchandise ready for the event. I was really grateful for that. That happened back in a similar fashion back in 2018 as well with a slightly different set of cosplayers too. Probably the two most memorable photo shoots I've done so far. That sounds really hectic, getting all that done in such a short amount of time. You have to coordinate editing the same photo between four different people too. I was also hosting a cosplay booth so i had to get things ready at that event the day before too so it was a lot of hats i was juggling that day question is would you do it again <laughs> yeah i mean i <laughs> did it for two years already so i guess the third time's a charm right <laughs> yeah i guess so last year we had a lot of immigration issues of getting a permit to sell at the event but that's usually for foreigners that we have extra problem coming into Malaysia. Hopefully this next coming year, they have it all sorted out. What are you most proud of in your photography career? In 2016, I entered into a cosplay photography contest that I took a runner up in. That was an exciting part because I saw many other talented photographers around the world kind of expanded my horizons as to what other photographers are out there and see what kind of style they have. It led me to meeting a lot of event organizers around the world. It led me to meeting a lot of different cosplay teams around the world too and a lot of different people. So that's why I'm more grateful for them. It's really cool that your passion has really been able to connect you with other people who have the same passion around the world. What would you say would be your biggest challenge during your photography career? The post-processing aspects of it. The photo taking, I'm pretty comfortable with. I don't think I'm quite there yet, and that's why I find most challenging. I think nowadays I see a lot of people posting a lot of before and after photos. Those are some amazing edits that some of these people do. I think that's where... I'm the weakest. I tend to try to get uh, the photo to 80 to 90% there before it gets to the computer. That last 10% to actually edit is what I find most challenging half the time because I'm not as tech savvy in post-processing yet. So a lot of times I get stuck trying to figure out like, how do I do this? How do I get? Maybe it was like a special effect that I'm trying to do, but I don't really know how to do. I'm not really good at creating new things in a photo. Let's say someone wants to add a fiery arm into their photo. I'm not really good at doing that like creating something out of nothing yet usually involves me taking stock photos and incorporating into my own photos editing is quite tough especially if you're doing like composites and adding like magical element to the photos really hard to blend mm -hmm. it in right to make it look natural yeah. in the photo, so. yeah exactly 
what would you say would be a good piece of advice you would give to aspiring photographers who are trying to pursue this field? Networking is the most important thing out of anything. You want to have that large network base just so that you could leverage off whether it's getting inspiration from each other or connecting you with other models and cosplayers or photographers or editors, no matter what field. A lot of your business kind of flows in from your network. Your connections leads to more connections when you're trying to start out in the field. So I would say for someone that's starting out, the most important thing is to network with a bunch of people that you can at first, whether that's going shooting with different people, going to events, meeting different people. Don't be so hung up on how many people you know. You met like one or two people. Those one or two people sort of branches out into a bunch of other people that you will interact with over the years. I can trace back a lot of people to five to 10 people that I knew in the beginning. And then that sort of branched out. A lot of the other things you can sort of learn at your own pace, photography skill, editing skill, those are sort of things that you can develop at your own pace. Networking brings you a lot of other things that you can't do on your own. That's really good advice. Uh, Networking is one of those things that takes time to develop and you have to build that trust with those people as well for them to introduce you to new people, right? Thank you so much for your time. And that's all the questions I had today. So I'm really glad you're able to share some of your advice and experience. Thanks again, Eddie. (laughs) No problem. Okay, cheers. Thanks for tuning in with my interview with Eddie today. I absolutely love working with Eddie. He's been there since the beginning years of my cosplay career. And he's my favorite go-to cosplay photographer for all my professional cosplay photo shoots. We've been like doing this for a few years now. He would just come over to my house and he would live with me for one or two months and we would just hammer out a bunch of photo shoots, shoot after shoot, just blitz the photo shoots so that we have enough content to last through the summer. So I'm really excited that I was able to bring him on today so he can share some of his knowledge and wisdom with you guys. If you really liked what you listened to today, please don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel and we'll see you next time at Vivid Talks.